Welcome to the official podcast of the Entrepreneur Summit, events that teach you strategies from the experts, lessons learned from the trenches, and connections to take your business to the next level. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Summit Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Smith, and so happy to have you here. And yes, this is the official podcast of the Entrepreneur Summit. You can find out more, our speaker lineup, everything uh, you would need to know over at EntrepreneurSummitDallas.com. Our first event is going to be March 24th, just outside of Dallas, Texas, and I hope to see you there. And I'd like to thank our sponsors. Some of our sponsors include Southwest Airlines, where you can find out more over at Southwest.com, and also the Frisco EDC. And the event is technically in Frisco, Texas, which like I said, is just outside of Dallas. And the Frisco Economic Development Center is on board with us for this event. And I I couldn't be more excited because honestly, there is no greater place to start a business than the Dallas area. And especially in Frisco, Texas, if you haven't heard of the Billion Dollar Mile, make sure you Google it and check it out. It's a pretty incredible place to be building and starting a business. So again, you can find out more at friscoedc.com. Today's episode is with Sherry Garcia, and I really am honored to have her here because an honor to have her at the summit because she just really has an incredible story. She started out, and and we're going to hear her story in just a minute, but she really had no experience, no college degree, and worked her way into a newsroom. She then decided she wanted to invent a product, so she did just that, got the patent on it, was able to sell her product, and still sells her product to this day. And through that, she figured out how to develop an app and not just develop the app, but get funding for it over half a million dollars on being able to build this and, and the mistakes she's learned along the way and getting above those. And I love stories like this because I know the term hustle is just completely overused in terms of entrepreneurship these days, but she is the picture of hustle, of figuring out, of working her ways into situations to become successful. And she gives some great tips today on PR because she can spin any story and get you free publicity for your business. I've, I've seen her do it time and time again for her own. There's so much to learn and she's got some great tidbits too about Cyberdust. Because if you don't know what Cyberdust, it's, it's Mark Cuban's one of Mark Cuban's apps. And it is really, she swears by it as a way to build your business because it's one way she's used it for her. So lots of great tips in here. Can't wait for you to to get to know Sherry. And of course, she's going to be at the summit on March 24th. So here she is, Sherry Garcia. All right. So I have Sherry Garcia here. Sherry, welcome. Hi, Aaron. How are you doing this morning? I am doing awesome. I'm so happy to have you here. I'm so happy that you're going to be at the Entrepreneur Summit because I'm going to be honest, I've been following you now for a while and really, really, really impressed with what you've done, uh, the businesses you've built and the publicity, if I can speak this morning, that you've gotten for yourself because it's just truly amazing. So I usually don't like to start from the very beginning, but you don't have to tell everything. I just want you to share a little bit about your story uh, because I think you are the true epitome of figuring it out and hustle. And so I love just kind of how you didn't really have a background, but you've you've self-made yourself, and I think it's amazing. Oh, thank you. So, yeah, if we back up all the way to the beginning, um, in high school, I was your typical cheerleader. I was the pitcher on the softball team. Um, I even created a news stationed there and was one of the anchors. So I was involved with everything. 
unfortunately, I got into drugs pretty bad and um, became an addict. So I didn't go to college route. But I pulled myself out of that pretty quickly. I say pretty quickly. It took a couple of years. And I went right back to who I really was, which is the person who wanted to be behind the news desk. So without a degree, obviously, it was really hard to get a job. I was, it took about four years. I did work as a gymnastics coach, and I had a few waitressing jobs while I was job hunting. But I, I was trying to get a job, and I never got a response at all. And I mean, rightfully so, I didn't have a degree, and you're supposed to at least have a communications degree to get into the newsroom. Well, I finally just said, well, what do I have to lose? I called Pizza Hut because I didn't even have gas money to go all the way to Fort Worth to deliver it myself. And I asked them if I faxed them a copy of my resume, if they'd tape it to the pizza box. And on the back, it said, if you hire me, I will deliver. Well, I did that for Fort Worth. And I also, that very same week, got a job in Sherman, Texas. Now, for those of you who don't live in Dallas, those are both like completely an hour direction away from each other. So I worked seven days a week, pretty much for two years at both stations. One was Market 5 CBS in Dallas, and the other was KXII, another CBS affiliate in Sherman. Then I decided to invent a product. I was like, hmm, maybe I want to be an inventor. And um, I invented a tanning bed. It's called Luminous Envy, and it's still sold nationwide today. I get checks in the mail just about every day, not so much in the winter, but it didn't make me rich um, or anything. Still the inventor's dream, got the patent. It's in stores, get checks in the mail. Um, but then I became vice president of a PR firm since I was the person who ignored all your press releases behind the news desk. Now I know how to kind of get past the gatekeeper. Then um, I started chatting with Mark Cuban on Cyberdust and telling him, hey, let me do your PR. And he was like, Sherry, if you read any of my blogs, you know I don't pay for PR. And I was like, well, just let me prove it to you. So uh, through Cyberdust, I actually found that there was such a networking component that I was able to quit my job, which I was making six figures there. And immediately, like month one, I made $10,000 in a month using Cyberdust by putting out PR tips. And um, that was pretty much, obviously, I'd always been an entrepreneur because I invented my product while I was still working in the news. I was still hustling my product as VP at a PR firm. But this was the time that I was like, all right, no safety net, 100% entre entrepreneurship. And I really felt like I had to do it because I was helping so many people with their inventions. And I was like, okay, now you got to walk the walk. So that was pretty much the beginning of that, and over this past summer, I created an app and raised half a million dollars for it, and so I still have, you know, I'm working pretty closely with Cyberdust to create networking events, because that's just my passion and my hobby, and obviously, I wouldn't be where I'm at today if it weren't for the opportunities I got through Cyberdust, and I have Luminous Envy and my app, Renteval, that I continue to grow, and that's where I am today. So interesting. So we'll get it because Cyberdust is, I finally got Snapchat. I was telling you this. Now, Cyberdust is still like kind of this blah thing. But uh, we'll talk about that in a minute, just if you want to give some tips on Cyberdust. But 
Before that, can you talk about the impact? Because you've had Luminous Envy. You were all over the news with that. Uh, Rent E-Valves, obviously, PR's played a, a role in that. How have you utilized PR, getting on the news, all this stuff, uh, to build your brand? So honestly, learning PR and my whole family brings it up all the time. They're always like, that, that PR man. And they always shake their head at me like, they know that if I need to get something that I really want, even if it's closing a deal for Rent Eval. I'm like, so do you want to go on the news after this deal is closed? (laughs) I really, I recommend everybody to learn how to do PR. And it's not that hard. Um, You know, whenever you want to put yourself on the news or whenever somebody's seeking out a PR firm, it's just what they don't know. What you don't know, you don't know. Everyone thinks, like people reach out to me and they're like, hey, will you write me a press release? And I'm like, Hey, you know what? I'm like one of the best PR people. I know that's pretty arrogant, but I really feel that it's true. I'm one of the best PR people in Dallas and I've never written a press release in my life. So what's that tell you? And it's not because I don't know how it's because I despise press releases. I got 800 to a thousand of them a day while I was at the news station, while I was listening to 160 different news scanners of you know, shootings, people dying, whatever's going on with the fire department or the police department. So your ribbon cutting for your grand opening probably isn't too newsworthy to anybody else but your own mom or family. Right. So I've learned how to, by working in news, make your story actually newsworthy. And honestly, the way that I learned how to do that was because I had a lot of friends I wanted to get on the news. So I had to come up with ways to pitch it to my producer or the news director. And um, so basically there's three things you need whenever you want to get onto the news. And this is where a lot of PR firms mess up. The first thing is you need the story. What's the topic? And the best way to go about that is to go to news.google.com and type in your industry. So for me, if it was tanning, then I could type that in because I have a tanning bed. And I can look up, obviously, like, since it does promote tanning, I want to look up different vitamin D studies and, you know, something positive. I don't want to look up something about, you know, tanning and cancer. That's probably not the right PR. (laughs) No, that's not going to work. Yeah. (laughs) So um, you do that. So you have your story. Then you have the expert, which is who is the person talking about this subject, obviously it'd be me as the business owner because, and here's the thing. Everybody's always like, well, I don't know if I'm an expert. If you do it every day, I don't care if you're a janitor, you can go onto the news as a cleaning expert because that's what you do every day. You are an expert and the news isn't going to ask for your credentials or any certificates or anything like that. Now, if you look dumb and go on the news and say some stupid stuff, then they're probably not going to bring you back. But if you do it every single day, you are an expert. So just know that. This is where the PR firms mess up. They have those two things. They have the expert and the story. Hey, you know, this tanning product, um, it's helping people get more vitamin D. It's seven to ten times more safer than an indoor tanning bed. We have Sherry Garcia to talk about why she invented it and how it's helping people. Period. The end. Here's the press release. That's not going to help as much as to say, we also have somebody who, okay, so here's an example. They just passed a law that uh, kids under 18 can't tan. I believe that's what it was. It was a couple of years ago. Yeah, it was. And, and that was a prime time for me to be on the news and find 
I needed my poster child. That's what kicks it off. I need the mom to come on the news and say, you know what? I'm glad that my daughter's using this product and not sneaking around and going to the tanning bed or a young girl just saying like, I love this product. I'm able to tan with all my friends and, you know, just, and this is more of a fluff news story. If you're a rehab center, I've done a lot of work for rehab centers. Studies come out all the time about Adderall abuse is super high and, oh my gosh, here's some new statistics, 150% um, more people are coming to the hospital due to Adderall uh, symptoms. And I can put that out and have my expert from the rehab centers go on all day long, but they're not going to call and say yes unless I have that poster child who says, you know, for example, the news would say, Sherry Garcia, 29-year-old entrepreneur, says she uses Adderall to get through her workday. What she didn't know is how dangerous it is, you know, and then then they go on to say rehab expert so-and-so says there's no story without the poster child. So anytime you're promoting anything you need, who is it affecting or who is it benefiting? Because that's what the viewers want to see. Always keep the viewers in mind. So that's kind of this is just an example of some of the things I'll be teaching. That's like tip of the iceberg. Um, That's my basic rule of thumb is the three things, poster child, story and expert. It's so interesting. So I want to cover a couple different things because I know someone might be listening to this and saying, well, how do you contact somebody? Like, how do you even know who to contact? Because you obviously have good connections. Now, if you're just beginning, who do you know to contact? Yeah. And a lot of people reach out to me and they're always like, hey, can you use your connections? Or I know you have good connections. What a lot of people don't realize is it's not actually the connections I have because Now, I told you that, or I probably told you, Aaron, that I don't do much PR anymore. I'm focused on my startups. Yeah. So I don't, I used to pitch the media like every other day and they're like, oh, here's Sherry sending an email again. What's she want? But now the news, it, oh my gosh, it's like a revolving door. They're all trying to move up to the next market as quick as they can go. So for me, just the right email and finding the right reporter is what works. So for example... If you are listening to this and you live in Kansas, you want to be on the Kansas news. The best thing to do is to go to the news station and look at the bios of the reporters. If you are doing a story about Adderall and its effects in this new statistic with your poster child, you're going to pitch somebody completely different than if you're pitching a feature story of an inventor with a tanning bed. Now, what I mean by that is if you go home and watch the news later this evening and you have to watch it consecutively, you'll see the same reporters are doing the hard news stories. Hard news means if it bleeds, it leads, basically. So, you know, there was a shooting, breaking news, new study reveals this, anything political. Those are the hard news stories where the reporters will just throw away your your email and they won't even look at it, especially if there's a press release on it, my God, but they'll just throw it away and not look at it. But you want to find, so, you know, Aaron, the other day I did a 5am networking. Yeah. Interview. Talk about that a little bit. Cause I think it's so like I, if I would have put that thing together, I never would have thought to co- uh, contact the news. So can you talk a little bit about that too? And the spin you put on that? Cause it's so inter- interesting to me. Yeah. So the whole reason, so nobody in their right mind would want to have a networking meeting at 5am, um, 
especially, so my networking meeting, it was National Inventors Day. So there's my story. There's my hook, by the way. And while I'm on that subject, just so everyone knows, National Anything Day. I mean, February 26th, uh, no, February 22nd is National Margarita Day. Yesterday was National Wine Day. A couple of days ago, it was National Random Act of Kindness Days. Every single day, there's a National Something Day. I've even had a client, it was a Shark Tank client, get on the news for National Peanut Butter Day because they have a peanut butter, you know, product. The news loves that stuff. So if you guys would go to Google and just type in National Days, you'll see different days that would totally like go towards your business. But I started off with National Inventors Day and I was like, oh man, I was actually annoyed that it was coming up because I said, you better just punch yourself in the face if you don't go on the news for (laughs) National Inventors Day. And so I thought to myself, okay, this is going to be, I don't know how many of you guys watch the news in the morning, but there's always that person that's doing a live segment that's doing something fun and interactive. And like, we're out here early in the morning with all these dogs dressed up in tutus. Like they're always doing something crazy. And so I said to myself, I want to do a networking meeting that brings inventors together to celebrate creativity. And in order to celebrate creativity, I want an environment where we feel like a kid again. So I picked a trampoline park called them, asked them how much they charged. They were like, $5,000. I said, no, not going to happen, but do you want to be on the news? I did that again. And they're like, yeah. So I got it for free. And I thought to myself, okay, I cannot do this at happy hour because that's when the news reporters are doing more of hard news stories. I mean, this is the whole, a lot happens in a day. Somebody's done already did a chase somebody's already robbed a a gas station. Like there's a lot more important news than Sherry jumping on a trampoline. So I knew that I had to pitch this to the producers at like 11 PM a couple of nights before, because that's when they get into work, by the way, and just say, Hey, in the subject to put 5 AM inventors on national inventors day going crazy. Of course they're going to open that and be like, what the heck is going on at 5 AM? And Basically, I just put the pitch in there and said inventors are coming together. And you best believe I had to call all my friends and family to get everyone to come jump on the trampolines and play a game of dodgeball. And to my surprise, a lot of people showed up that just genuinely wanted to be there and didn't realize it was a PR stunt. Now, what did I get out of that? It was personal branding as the invention, you know, the person that's all about inventions and innovation here in Dallas I obviously plugged Cyberdust like crazy. I want to have more of these events. So moving forward, when I'm promoting these events, I can use the old news clips to show how, quote unquote, trendy they are. Because anytime you have a regular ad on your website or on Facebook or anything like that, anything from the news is seven times more believable because you have validation from the news. If they think you're doing something trendy, if it's the next hot thing here in Dallas, jumping on trampolines at a networking event, then it's the next hot thing because the news said so. So that's why PR is just so effective. And, and it isn't all the time. A lot of people are like, well, I didn't sell any product or it didn't bring more traffic to my website. Well, you know what? Sometimes PR doesn't always bring 
more traffic to your website or sell more product. But now you have that clip on your About Us page that shows you can use those logos now, ABC, NBC, Good Morning America, whatever, because now those clips, and if, you, if you're searching for a doctor's office, you'll always see some of them have clips of news stories. And that doesn't mean they're any better doctors than other doctors, but it makes you think in your mind they must be something if they're on TV all the time as experts. No, it's true. It really does work. Like you said, it may not be, all right, I sold a ton. Although I've seen a lot of people, you know, get that too, but it's that branding, the expertise. So in the summit, we're talking about growth and we're, you know, it's for entrepreneurs, not specifically tech, not specifically small business, but entrepreneurs in general. Can you make, I mean, you've seen PR work for tons of people. If somebody's listening to this saying, well, she doesn't get me, she doesn't understand my business. Do you feel confident you could make a case for pretty much any business utilizing PR? Yes. Okay. I, that's like something I have a wizard hat sitting on my desk at work because I just feel like even if it's, I, I, I can't think of one business that I couldn't figure out a way to get on the news. Now the heart, now if they're super hard and it's something that I really have to work at and it's not something I dig, then I'm just not going to take the client because it's not worth it. And one example of, you know what? So here's an example of something that's really hard to get on the news. If you write a book about religion, those authors who want to be on the news, I'm just like, oh, man, just oh yeah, stab me in the face now. This is going to be a tough sell because it's like it's just such a controversial topic. And not only that, it's just why. Why is it relevant? But guess what? Right now I could have him on CNN because of the Pope and, the, and Donald Trump. Oh, so that's the whole thing, too. And that's another thing that I'll explain at the summit is finding that relevant thing for your business. Anything that's happening big in the news, even if it's so when Tony Romo, you know, broke his clavicle again, all the media was texting me, asking me if I knew a doctor that could talk about the healing process, because obviously Tony's not talking and his doctor's not talking, but they still need somebody to talk about it. You know, in the affluenza team, their lawyers aren't talking. Ethan Couch isn't talking. His mom's not talking. So they got to talk to a lawyer who's going to talk about why they're trying to flee Mexico or why they're trying to stay in Mexico and prolong the sentencing. The viewers want to know. So there's always room for attorneys, doctors. I mean, I really don't care what you do for a living. There's always something relevant happening in the news. And if you see it happen in your Facebook timeline or you see breaking news and you know that you can speak on that topic, the quicker you call the media, I mean, you call them and they'll be like, can you be here in two hours and go live? So, wow. It's, that's, it's pretty much that easy. So that's what I'm saying. PR is really easy to learn. I've always thought about teaching a course on like teaching people how to become PR people because you can quit your job and make a ton of money if you know how to do it right. It doesn't take school and writing press releases and all that stuff. It's so, it just makes me sick seeing all these PR firms, honestly, just write a whole bunch of press releases. But, but I just really think like all these things I'm telling you, it's not that hard. You just have to change the way you think. Yeah. So you got to get a little creative. And I mean, exactly. Yeah. Like, and you have to think of how I can I spin this to a story and I love it. So we've got a few minutes left. And before we go, I want you to talk, this is off topic a little bit, but I think it's important because it's very uh, pertains to you. Cyberdust. You rave about this thing. Um, 
you, you know, you talk, it's, I think it's like almost a best kept secret in the business world. So can you talk a little bit about what it is and you've used it from a PR perspective to give tips. How have you used it to grow your business? So Cyberdust, you know, I'm a fan of Mark Cuban. So I saw that he was posting about it and I figured if he's posting about it, it has to be something worth something. So I downloaded it and it was all, it was positioned to be a privacy app and still is. It's a great privacy app. And, you know, he came out with this because of what happened with him with the SEC and he wants to protect his text messages and his business communications. So we have Cyberdust, which is, you know, a lot of people call it like the adult version of Snapchat, pretty much. So it is disappearing text. Um, as I'm using it and putting out PR tips every day and meeting people on this platform, and I, I started putting out PR tips. Don't even ask me why. I don't know what happened there. I think one time I put out a PR tip and I got so surprised because Cuban said, hey, go tweet that and I'll retweet it. And I was like, you know, like, woo, jumping up and yeah, down. Yeah, that's so happy. awesome. And I was like, well, that's crazy. I thought it was just common knowledge. It was like a... I even remember exactly what the tip was. It was pretty much what I had just told you guys, but in a 140-character condensed tweet. And um, I thought to myself, well, man, so he's reading my blast. Maybe I should just keep – it Got me the. It gave me the motivation to just keep posting them. So here we are. Like, man, I don't know how many years, two and a half years later that I've put out a PR tip just about every day. And what happened there is just everybody's reading your PR tips. They're trying to apply them. And, you know, I make it sound so easy, but creativity doesn't always come natural for people, especially right. for analytical and logical people. I'm the dreamy, creative, like run around in the wallflowers type person. So, which also isn't very good if you're trying to do your own accounting, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say not a good, I'm, I'm with you. It doesn't work well on details. Like, yeah, but I'm, I'm not good with the details. Like, <laughs> no, thank you. But, um, you know, I just started seeing, and the team, the Cyberdust team knows too, because I've been communicating with them from the very beginning. They're like, man, this is crazy networking, crazy networking. And I don't know what, where I had the courage to do this, but I thought, you know what? I'm going to have a Cyberdust party, just a huge one. Everyone on this platform is invited. We're going to make it networking. I want to bring face-to-face networking back. And to speak a little more on that, 10 years ago, just about everyone on the face of the earth thought that Facebook and Twitter and all this stuff was going to replace face-to-face boring networking. And we were all very excited about that. But what we realized, especially, so I'm 29 and I think all the millennials, 25 years old to 35 years old, we pretty much know that we wouldn't be where we're at today without the networking. And our future generation is going to have a really hard time if they don't get into it and experience what it's like to get out and actually meet people. So what I'm trying to do is put the fun back into networking. And Cyberdust is allowing me to do that because, like I said, I decided to have the first ever networking meeting. It was last it was last year in April and 600 RSVPs. I was like, are you kidding me? One person came from Canada. Somebody came from Florida. Wow. I mean, Florida, uh, Australia. Sorry, but people, well, Florida was impressive too. I mean, but Australia is <laughs> more like, impressive. Where am I? I need to keep going. Uh, but I mean, it was two countries and 
a lot of states. I can't remember how many states, but everybody was flying in and everyone was so excited. And then I realized even something more magical that happened. People were creating groups on Cyberdust because there's a way that you can create groups. And they were all talking to each other every single day, and they still do. We have a DFW group. We have an entrepreneurs group, all kinds of groups where every day everyone's like, good morning, good morning, and like just talking through their day. And everyone loves talking to each other because they already partied hard, you know, and I say partied hard. We start with networking. It's two hours, and the, the rest of the night is just let loose and party or go jump on trampolines or what have you, whatever event I decide to throw. And it just, instead of going to your typical happy hour networking meeting where you exchange business cards and then get annoyed when they email you a follow-up later trying to sell you, this is more of, hey, I built a relationship with this person and now we talk all the time in groups and then when there's events in the future, everyone's in that group all excited and getting fired up to meet each other. And then let's throw the privacy on it. That's where it puts the icing on the top because everybody has the most genuine face-to-face like conversations. It's not on a Facebook wall. It's not in a comment. You don't, you don't have trolls. Nobody's seeing what you're saying to each other. It all disappears. So it's almost as if you're talking face-to-face. So the genuine conversations just make for strong connections and continuous conversations and then everybody just gets excited to continue to keep meeting up. And, you know, my goal is to just grow it on just a way bigger level. Um, right now, Dallas, it's really strong because I'm, you know, doing all the events out here and stuff. But I'm noticing we call them dusters, uh, cyber dust. So I'm noticing other dusters are having events. Uh, we had one in Vegas. There was one in Florida. And there's one coming up in Chicago None of those which I planned. So it's really exciting to see what's happening with these networking events. And I just hope it continues to grow. It's kind of my baby. Not that I have like any affiliation in terms of revenue or profits or anything. It's just, you know, once you get going on something and you see it grow, it doesn't matter. You're just totally passionate about it and you want to see it through. Absolutely. When you know it works, you want other people to utilize it too because it's just one more tool to get you know, more exposure. So, I mean, oh my God, I, I quit. I was making a lot of money and now I'm able to be the true hundred percent entrepreneur that I always wanted to be and how I always felt that I should be positioning myself as. So at least that's what I owe to the app. I mean, at least it's done that for me. And that's, that's something you just can't, money can't buy that. And, you know, there's people that have done very well on Twitter and very well on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. I don't know about Snapchat. I don't know how much conversions that actually has. I'm still, but, you know, I'm totally biased. But um, I think it's just about getting into a new social network at the right time. I know LinkedIn and Twitter are suffering so bad. And to me, Cyberdust is a mix between the two. So get in early, position yourself as an expert become a leader and a voice on Cyberdust. And you might be one of those success stories that you hear the people talk about, you know, the first people who got into Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. I love it. So this has been awesome, Sherry. Thank you. I can't wait for the 24th. Uh, if you, if somebody wanted to connect with you, get a hold of you, where would you send them? Well, I, obviously, since I'm talking about Cyberdust, why not? Uh, <laughs> down, download Cyberdust and my username... 
you can just search Sherry Garcia and I'll probably come up. But my my username is Luminous, L-U-M-I-N-O-U-S underscore Sherry, C-H-E-R-I. Same goes for Instagram and Twitter. So either way, wherever you want to find me, I'm always very responsive. Awesome. And I'll put all that on our notes page too at Entrepreneur Summit Dallas. So Sherry, thank you so much for doing this. I love it. Thank you.